Paula, Chicago's open again. Woohoo! Chicago's open. Did I sound like Did I sound like Mario in Mario Kart? Woohoo! 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 What if it just kept getting higher and higher depending on where you were in the race? Like, yeah, (laughs) it just turns into Yoshi. Yeah, Chicago's back, baby. Uh, As of this past Friday, Chicago is open. There's no COVID restrictions anymore. You could. Places can choose to have restrictions for safety, but you don't have to anymore, mm-hmm. uh, which is exciting and like a little bit personally terrifying, not because I don't believe in science, but just because I'm not used to it. Yeah, it, 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 I agree. I agree. Uh, and I think we spent the past year like when you'd see someone uh, not wearing a mask being like red flag, bad person. And then it's like weird that it's everyone, including myself sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And now you're like wearing mask. You trying to be overly conscientious or bad person? Um, you still got to wear them on the CTA though, which I love. I will, for the rest of my life, wear a mask on public transportation, airplanes, all that. That air is gross. Yeah, I was gonna say if there was anywhere where it made sense to wear uh, masks and gloves, it's public transportation. <laughs> if there's anywhere it makes sense to wear a full-on hazmat suit, with or without a pandemic, it's public transportation. Yeah, like before you get on, or before you get on the train, you do one of those, like you spread your arms, and there's like it sprays you with the like disinfecting chemical, and you yeah. turn around, it does it again, and then you get on the train. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is wild being back on public transit because I did it for the first time in the last couple of days, in the first time in a year. And Chicago CTA, also VL, um, has this app called Ventra. And so those are the cards that you get. They're like full-on debit cards that you can use as a debit card. Um, And Paula, when I tell you that my hatred of this company and all of their applications knows no bounds, Mm. I I would not even begin to explain the fiery depths I would like to hurl them into. They have a lot of, like, the cards are pretty, and nothing else about it works. So I've been living at the address that I live at for the last three years. Three, four. One, one, one. Happy Lane. Yes. (laughs) Send them Uh, letters. uh, North Happy Lane. North Happy Lane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but they still were like, because I hadn't used my cards for a year in the Mm -hmm. pandemic... They emailed me being like, your card is expiring. We're sending you a new one. You live at old address, right? (laughs) And I was like, no, I don't. Okay, maybe I just haven't updated it in that time because the last time I got a card, a new card was at that address. Okay, that makes sense. So I updated it and they were like, okay, we'll send you something in the mail. And then they were like, another one of your cards is expiring. But you're at old address, right? And I was like, no. No. Also, I think I only have one card. What are these other cards that you're pulling out? And they like couldn't figure it out. Finally, they send me one in the mail to my current address. I'm sure there's like four at my old old address under Josh Linden. Paula, when do you think this card expires? Um, I think it expires in June of 2021. <laughs> you went with one extreme. It's actually the other extreme. It expires in May. 2041. What? (laughs) 
And they sent you a new years. one? They sent you they, a new one? The, the new one expires in 2041. Holy cow. We won't even have trains then. We'll just have jetpacks. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> flying around a full 20 years in the future. Wow. I will be almost 50 years old. Oh, my by God. The time this card expires. This is like having a child. You have to take care of that. I will be almost 35 when that card expires. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine what I'll be doing? <laughs> what I'll be? <laughs> um, probably president almost. That'll be the legal age. Um, that is so wild. But also, why were they giving us, why do they have to expire? Why do they have to expire? I think probably because at a certain point, if you can use it like a debit card, uh, it can be used to, there's like, there needs to be an expiration date from a like legal financial perspective, but also like, I don't know, maybe just someone's like, do you put ketchup on your hot dogs? And you say no. And then they let you on the train because they should know that you're a Chicago resident. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, my last gripe with this is just that. It, on all of the like paperwork that they send you because they physically send you in the mail and they're like register it here register it here they're like call this number to register it here's the third time we said it also use the venture app you can put it on your phone you can have it be on your apple watch you can like use it without the card you can have the physical card but then you can do the apple wallet thing or the google wallet which is awesome and i love that and i love feeling like a fancy future boy getting on the train with my watch sure i call i register right and i'm like how do i put um, money on this. Oh, the venture app. I can't fucking add money on the app. It, it suspended my old card when it did register this one. But then when I try to add this on the app, it doesn't auto add. And it tells me, I say, there's a little icon that says add a card and I press it and they're like, Oh no, this is for registering a card and you've already registered your card. I think that we can all agree that the one thing that Chicago does incredibly well is bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if there are details to be had, if there are situations to be figured out, like Chicago has got you. This is the same city that famously uh, we sent out the parking meters uh, to, we outsourced that to a company in the Middle East, but they did the math wrong. So we're losing billions of dollars as a city. They did the math wrong. Really? Yeah, so That's none so of the city and the parking meters goes to Chicago. That's they outsourced absurd. it all because they thought it was a good deal. And it turns out it was a terrible deal. Ugh. And don't quote me on that. If you're going to quote me on that, look it up. But that is what I've heard. Well, then from let's two stop having people pay for parking. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to bring you the sincere and earnest topics of the day, which inevitably one of us will find that we have an incredibly earnest and firm opinion on. I like that we're like, yeah, 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 it's earnest. Ventra sucks. That is earnest, We earnestly hate the Ventra. Yeah, Yeah. but our definition of earnest, we have really stretched this to be like, it is whatever the hell we tell you it is. Yeah, well, it's it's sincere. We're being sincere. We, We genuinely mean it. Yes. Paula, what's our topic this week? Our topic is abraces. Abraces or abraces? Abraces. <laughs> From the Italian. Yeah, braces. Did you have braces? Were you a brace kid? Were you a brace was, face? I was a brace face, which seems yeah. like at a certain point, there are a couple of nicknames that are just eternal. You know, how I feel like if and when 
either of us has children, nieces, nephews, all this kind of stuff, you experience the same jokes at the same time being funny. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's like a hall of fame jokes and like insults at every age, like they brace face, them. four eyes, they're eternal. Yeah. Same with like, um, like a, you know, knock, knock, who's there? Dwayne, Dwayne, who Dwayne, the tub I'm drowning. Oh, uh, I don't know why I thought you were gonna say Dwayne, the rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's just, like, a couple jokes that are, like, yeah. I'm sure there are more that, like, when a child eagerly tries to trick me with one, I'll be like, I know this joke. And I thought this joke was wonderful at the time. And now I was I your realize, age. Now I realize it sucks. Yeah, it kind of sucks, but get it's great new at ma- Get new material, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Or, like, all the chicken crossing the road variants. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, I'll tell you what, let's dive into this. Josh, I've never understood the why does chicken cross the road joke to get to the other side. Is it supposed to just be like, it's so obvious? Like I think, you think it's, there's a joke in there. I think is it an anti joke? I think it's an anti joke. It's subversive because I think it's funny in if you live in a world where there's always a punchline yeah. where it's like, why did the chicken get across the road? Yeah. Um, you know, because bird is the word or whatever, you know, sure. there's sure. like, there's always the a other line. variant. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first, I would argue that why did the chicken cross the road is the first alt comedy joke. Yeah. Where people are like to get to the other side. Dead and, pan, and, and then fucking people lose it. Do you think anyone's ever laughed at that joke? Or do you think they went, oh, <laughs> like, I think that's the reaction to that joke. That that's a, I think it's a, oh, this is a clever one. Got it. So, because in my head, all these years, there was just something I wasn't getting. Like, is there corn on the other side? <laughs> Did he live on the other side? Were there more chickens over there? But you're telling me it is just the same reason we cross the road. Yeah, then that's. I think that's the the pure got comedy it. in it. Yeah, got and it, I don't it, think it's it. that side is a pun or anything like that. I think I think maybe everything had been clever got up it. until that point, and this is just subversive. Kind of one-liner, deadpan comedy. And this one got so famous. I think so. I think, well, I don't know that comedy, it's one of those things where like joke construction like this feels really new, doesn't it? Like as a concept. Other side. Yeah. Well, I I just have a lot of questions and I've taken extensive improv training, thousands of dollars in it. Not, we have not dissected this at all. So to get to the other side, then there's the rubber chicken, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Is the rubber chicken related to that chicken? Two iconic comedy things. Are they related? I don't know. Is the rubber chicken supposed to be the chicken that crossed the road and was run over? Like, are these cousins? Is this a prop comedy bit? And if not, then what the hell is the point of the rubber chicken? What are we supposed to be doing with that? Waving it around? Um, when did chickens become I'm having a meltdown why are chickens such a central role in comedy this is from Wikipedia which we all know is the number one reputable news source which honestly it is at this point remember when we were in school and they were like don't use Wikipedia as a site it was like a source to cite and now it's like it's peer reviewed enough that like it's 100% should be a source or at least a starting point so weird that we 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 watched that come into uh like 
maturity. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the origin of the rubber chicken is obscure, but is possibly based on the use of inflated pig bladders attached to sticks and used as props or mock weapons by jesters in the days before the development of plastic and latex. If chicken- I was a queen, I want to be really clear that if I was royalty back in the day and some jester came in with an inflated pig bladder on a stick, he doesn't even have to make a joke. It is off with his head. I'm not putting Chick- up with that. L- Paula, this next sentence is going to shake you to the core. All right. Chicken corpses were readily available. Sure. Therefore, jesters could employ them as variations of slapsticks. What? So I think that's where slapstick comedy comes from, is it's a literal stick that you'd hit people with and people would laugh. Because that was what was funny when uh, religion ruled your life and you couldn't imagine a world in which you weren't working on a field. God, and can you imagine you're like, this guy's so dated. He's still using a pig bladder on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get a life. <laughs> and everyone died young then. So you're like, this guy's so old. He's 22 years old. He's still out there thinking a pig bladder on a stick is funny. And again, I've said this before that everyone in the past was probably dumb and the past sucked. And I still do stand by that. And I stand by it now kind of more than ever. Can you imagine going to a comedy show and having to watch person after person after person do their type five just whipping people with a chicken corpse yeah it's like the faux pas where it's like they're gonna talk about the weather again oh god i'll tell you though i've been to worse open mics (laughs) (laughs) i've been to open mics where i would kill for someone to be whipping someone with a chicken corpse but yeah i had braces (laughs) i had braces for like three years smile let me see your teeth Great teeth. Straight teeth. Thank you. Though I am a little bit um, self-conscious about this. I had a permanent bottom retainer, but it wasn't really staying on. Okay. Um, and so they were like, we can take it off. We'll just do a bottom retainer kind of thing. Pop and that thing I, up. And then in college, I didn't really wear my retainer mm-hmm. all that much. And now one of my teeth has moved and I'm like, Too oh, busy. God. Too busy partying. Yeah. Too busy partying. Yeah. Doing um, acapella. You can't tell that it's moved. You have great teeth. Thank you. It's just, it's moved back and I hate, and it, you know, I'm very self-conscious about it. Now I don't, this is, you know, you know what? I think that beauty all, is wasted on the young. I think that all teeth, sh- this is a strong opinion. I think all teeth should have a little quirk to them. Do you know what every, I mean? Every teeth, every individual yes, tooth. Every set of teeth should have a little bit of a quirk because mm-hmm. otherwise it's so boring. Otherwise you got the Joe Biden veneers going on, you know? Yeah. Do you ever watch people? like artists sing or talk or whatever and their teeth are just too perfect yes and it's freaky yes a hundred percent but then it's like we're so jacked up and we're used to seeing just insanely perfect teeth that then when someone has their real teeth because in hollywood like those are all fake teeth everybody's teeth are just ground down to nubs with porcelain teeth popped on then it looks crazy yeah do you know what i mean yeah it's wild celebrities they're not like us celebrities are not like us and i'm telling you what every single time you see a celebrity with perfect thick hair it is a hundred percent of the time extensions are a wig do not fool yourself do not think that they're doing something that you're not doing they are and it's putting ten thousand dollars worth of extensions at their hair this is my ted talk <laughs> paula i do want to talk about um your uh you you did do this with your teeth and but you did choose to have one gap uh, like kind of a, a pirate kind of or hockey player kind of situation. Okay. okay. Um, I'd love you to explain to the listeners you're thinking behind why you got veneers for all your teeth, except for one of them. Absolutely. 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 Okay. So I did not get canine teeth put in. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's because I didn't want to appear up here threatening when I would bare my teeth at people. I'd want them to know it was big smile energy, happy energy, not uh, not aggressive. So mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah. And then the middle ones are gold. The middle ones are gold. Uh, but if you look really closely, can you see them? I can. I just painted that on. So oh, every wow. morning. Every morning. Every morning I paint it on because gold teeth are expensive. Mm-hmm. Ugh. You know. Trials um, and tribulations of being a woman in the modern world. <laughs> oh my God. It's like you just can't keep up with society. Uh, Josh, did you, I, and maybe I mentioned on this podcast and frankly, I don't, I don't care. I only have a, a small bag of stories to pick from and you know, each week we're just getting a variation of them. Um, when I was in fourth grade, I had well, maybe fifth grade. I had a little crush on this boy mm-hmm. and he was kind of a bad boy mm. and I wanted to impress him. And for some reason I lied to his face and I told him that I was born with a set of pointy little teeth and the doctors had to file them down. What? Okay. And it was one of those things that it was by the time it was out of my mouth, I was like, what the hell am I saying? Like it was coming out and in my brain, I was like, there's no way for me to take this back. Why am I, why do I thinking this is going to be impressive to a boy, but it was already out. Yeah. And I think I'm thinking about this in two different ways. One that like, you know, the hinge prompt, the, sure. like the prompts they have on dating apps. It's sure. like something like two truths and a lie. And it's like, I'm from Alaska. I, blah, blah, blah. all my teeth were pointy. and they piled them down. <laughs> um, The other thing that I'm thinking about is it's actually a pretty good lie. The facts about me. I'm from Alaska. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty good lie because how are they going to prove it wrong? Right, exactly. It's so because I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's a we talked about lies on the podcast before. A good lie is one that is so extreme <laughs> that you kind of have to be like, why would they lie about that? And then yeah. on the other hand, it's so unprovable. It's, it would take so much effort to be like, all right, well, Paula, I need to see your your parents need to call up the dentist and get some dental records because yeah, I like, need to be. You have to send me a picture. Yeah. And, it, 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 and you know what's coming out there, but you also like, there's no way for anybody to prove this wrong except that it's insane. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but, yes, my eyeballs switched color. Yeah. Oh, like that's obviously a lie, but you can't prove it's a lie. No. Um. It is such a bold-faced lie, but also imagine a small baby being born with a mouthful of pointed teeth. Yeah, well, some people are and, sharks and some people aren't. And I was like, honey, this will impress him. <laughs> I know how to get him to like me. A mouthful of little pointed teeth. <laughs> no, a mouthful of formerly little pointed teeth. <laughs> <laughs> now, perfectly straight. Yeah. Um, it is so crazy. It does make me think of, uh, another thing, which is George Washington wore dentures, of course. Mm -hmm. And one of those sets of dentures was made of dog teeth. Yes. So George Washington was walking around with a mouthful of pointed little teeth. Mm -hmm. And I picture him with little chihuahua teeth, like little, little, little (laughs) hundreds. I think this is news that we broke on the podcast. Yeah. No, I, I, but I think about it all the time. And I yeah, think yeah, it in my exactly. head. Exactly. 
you know, like I said, that was probably 50 episodes ago. So I don't remember what I said last week. So maybe you guys listening don't remember what I said, you know, 50 weeks ago. Um, but so, so I, I boldly went in with the energy of a George Washington. Yeah, totally. (laughs) You know, another weird lie that I told and, and I, I also like do not lie now to the point where like, it gets me like in trouble. Mm -hmm. Like I'm so like, it freaks me out. You know, in that fourth, fifth grade range when you just moved and you're like, I really want to impress these people. And then stories just come out because you're like small. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Another lie I told was that my grandpa was friends with the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking around. The reputation I wanted in fourth grade was born with a mouthful of shark teeth. Grandpa was friends with the Beach Boys. What? It's real island vibes. Real island vibes. What is the weirdest lie you ever told as a kid? It was definitely one of those, like, I knew the person who did whatever, like the equivalent of the, like, my uncle works at Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Kind of lie. Yeah. 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 NSYNC's playing my birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All of those things. Josh, speaking of braces, uh, I always thought I, I was not a brace face. Oh, wow. You know, I was born with a, a perfect little set of shark teeth. Mm. very sharp (laughs) (laughs) um the uh but the one thing I was always very jealous of is the colors so like Mm. when you had braces you would get rubber bands right Mm -hmm. and then you could get you could get cool colors in your mouth because there's nothing honestly there's nothing cooler than seventh grade somebody giving you a big smile and they are bearing the colors of the Minnesota Vikings (laughs) Uh yep that yellow and or that uh, purple and gold, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, can I give you a few scenarios? You tell me what color braces you'd choose. Yeah, the, yeah, like the the Wednesday before when I get my adjustment for that mm-hmm. weekend, this thing is happening. This event is happening. I'm like, oh, gotta remember, this is happening. Yes, 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 yes. So you are invited to a party, okay? Mm-hmm. At the what is Batman's name? Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne at the Bruce Wayne mansion. Okay. You know that he's Batman. Okay. okay? So you're you, but you you don't want to tell anyone, but you figured it out. Cause you're like, this is obvious. Um, so you know that drama is going to freaking go down, but you want to steal the show. What are you doing on your teeth? Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that like Joker man is going to show up, mm-hmm. but you're like, I, but I want to be the center of attention for once. Got it. Um, do I know Bruce Wayne? Are we friends or did I just get the invite? Acquaintances. Okay. We've met in passing. Yes. Yes. And, and you've met enough for you to be like, well, obviously that guy's Batman. Yes, totally. Yeah. Okay. I think, honestly, I think what I would do is get the Batman colors on my teeth and then <gasps> see, as it goes through the night, just like as like if Bruce Wayne is like right behind me, I'd like position myself that I'm not in the circle of conversation that yeah. he's in, but I'm, but you, the person who I'm talking to can always see him. And I just be like, eh, 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 and point at my teeth and then point at Bruce Wayne and then point at the teeth and then point at Bruce Wayne. You're taunting him. <laughs> yeah. Batman's newest villain, Brace Phase. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And he doesn't, and Braceface doesn't, like, try to kill Bruce Wayne or, like, destroy Gotham Land or whatever it's called. You've you've said so many words that are almost the right ones in fiction. 
Like, <laughs> but <laughs> the Bruce Wayne Mansion, it's Wayne Manor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joker but, Man, just Joker, just the Joker. <laughs> but uh, you're not trying to destroy Gotham Land or uh, Wayne Mansion, but yeah. you are. You are trying to taunt him. Yeah, and your whole the whole villain of Braceface is just to annoy. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no, Braceface just has an investigative podcast trying to, <laughs> trying to expose the fact that Bruce Wayne is a superhero. This is what the Marvel and DC universes aren't doing enough of, is that, like, if they are modern times, there would be, like, an army of podcasters just being like, we know who Spider-Man is. Like, but who is Spider-Man? Is he a man? Is he a boy? <laughs> like This week, we speak to a third grade teacher who swears that Spider-Man was in her class. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't believe what she says next. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's a cereal. <laughs> okay, now you give me one. Okay. Um. All right. You are throwing... Thank you. ...a friend's surprise party. Okay. And you know that you've set it all up. You've set up mm -hmm. a theme. You know, all the decorations are there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's there's a color theme to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But you also are the person who needs to distract them. So there's a, like, you know, a question of, are you going to be too done up in the mouth so that they suspect? Oh. Or... Are you throwing um, a party? So this is my this is my question. What what uh, colors do you put in the mouth? Um, to both just, distract and party. This is also an incredible coincidence because now this will be out by the time but later today we are surprising my friend. Wow. And I am the one distracting. Wow. Ah, um, okay. I think I would go with um like something that feels a little dressy but not necessarily out of place with the right context. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I think, I think for my outfit, I'm doing just jeans, white button down shirt, right? Mm -hmm. What they can't see is tucked into my jeans is a full gown. Okay. Okay. Or like a party dress, like a lot of fringe. Sure. For my teeth, I'm doing a mint green and a lavender. Interesting. You know, so it's like, it's like, oh, that's kind of fun, but she's just wearing a white shirt. So that's just an accessory. Interesting. You know, and then when the party gets there, rip open the shirt, I break all the buttons, the gown is there. Uh-huh. Isn't that fun? That is very fun. Thank you. Um, now you indicated on your mouth that you would get mint on the top and lavender on the bottom. Is that not how they're done? I think generally it trade I guess you could do that. I always did one and then the next tooth. Where it was like, rather oh. than having like grills, it was like blue, red, blue, red, blue, well, red. Because you know I was getting, depending on what sports season it was, I was getting the, the Boston yeah. team colors. Little baseball. Uh, I think what I would do then is every two, every, so two teeth lavender, one tooth mint. Two teeth lavender, one tooth mint. Then it goes mint, mint, lavender, mint, mint, mint. Two teeth lavender, one tooth mint. <laughs> This is like when you showed me your alarms in the morning and it there was no pattern and it broke my brain. <laughs> like it needs, I just, I just want some order in the universe and all you created is chaos. Wait, but that's actually perfect. Cause it's like, it's like the teeth would be so much, so chaotic. My friend would be looking at my teeth, would not even be thinking. Do you know what I mean? 
They'd be like, I'm so distracted by the teeth. They'd be yelling at you for an hour about your teeth. <laughs> and then... Surprise. So, Paula. Yeah. You know the little, like, curly brackets on the keyboard? The thing where you hit shift and it's above the brackets? Mm-hmm. Did you know that those are called braces? What? Those have a name? Yeah. That punctuation the mark. Ones, the ones that look like a sideways mustache of the guy from the diabetes commercial? <laughs> yeah, the ones that look like they have a fancy old-timey mustache. Sideways. What is the guy from the di- diabetes? Who's that guy? <laughs> Wilford Brimley. It looks like a Wilford Brimley mustache. <laughs> Couldn't tell you a thing he was in. But yes, those are the ones. Yeah. Those are called brackets. No, they're not. They're called braces. Sorry, they're called braces. <laughs> well, they are a type of bracket. They are braces. They yes. are. But I think you'd have to say it in a fancy little, like, French accent. Like, there's brackets and then there's brace, braces. Les bras. Les braces. Um, so, Paula, here's my question. Please. What's the hierarchy of things on a keyboard? Like, who's the who's the king of the keyboard? Oh, who's and the And then king? who are the peasants? And where who's the nobility? Because to me, braces are firmly in the nobility. Like, they're landed gentry. You know what yeah. I mean? They're a little bit yeah, fancy. Yeah, yeah. They're a little mm-hmm. bit, like, you know, they they're, part of the, they're part of the court, and they, you know, have opinions and things like that. But they have dreams of maybe marrying into the royal line, but they're not part of the royal line. They're a Kate Middleton's family. Yeah, totally, totally. Sure. They're like the the family in Bridgerton. They're the posh spice. <laughs> sure, they're the posh spice. <laughs> Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. So then you're asking me what the lowest class is. Yeah, and also, like, where, how do you feel about other pieces of punctuation? Where else do they live? <laughs> this is such a good question, Josh. <laughs> uh, okay, I, the little, uh, what are these ones called? Little sideways that, triangles? Oh, the little, it's like side carrots. Side carrots. Yeah, I don't uh, know if that's what they're called, but I'm calling those that. Those are the peasants of the kingdom. But they're fun as hell. They are so fun because they don't have the rules of the gentry on them. Do you know what I mean? Like they're throwing parties. They're getting drunk off casks of wine. Sometimes people are getting poisoned from those casks of wine. You know what I mean? Like they throw a party. Those are the most fun ones of the keyboard. Those are your ginger spice. So we're doing both. <laughs> so Paula, just to, just to confirm, we are both, we're doing two different metaphors at one time we are We're both also, you okay, are so- i am trying to do a medieval society and you are trying to do which spice girl are they no no no. it's kind of more layered than that so, <laughs> so it is we are doing medieval society but then in that we're also finding which place the spice girls live on <laughs> okay they're not separate from each other they right. are they are living the if, are, we are both doing if the keyboard lived in a medieval society and some of those things on the keyboard <laughs> in this medieval society were the Spice Girls. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Just you know, one sure. of those classic bits. Come on, yeah, keep it, up with it. Exactly. This is uh, for our listeners at home. We just want to make sure you're, you know, following the math and you're doing it. We'll, well, we'll, we'll post some diagrams afterwards. Everyone, it's that classic game. What part of medieval society <laughs> would these Spice Girls be if they also lived alongside keyboard punctuation? Do not make a big deal about it. One of the other Spice Girls. What are the Scary Spice, Sporty Spice, Baby Spice? Okay. If you wanna be my lover. <laughs> so 
I don't know if this is going to help with Spice Girls, but I do think that like the peasants of the keyboard are all the letters, just the letters. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. So those aren't the ones. Now, they're not the side carrots that are so far down that they don't even work. These are the ones that are working all the time. And yeah, all the time, all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I would say that the command key on an Apple computer. That's glamour. I was going to say that that's scary spice as well. Because it can, it's almost like it's the foreman. Like, it is the person who's, like, working for... They, it's like the the enforcement, you know what I mean? Or like it's in control because it can be like, you thought you were a Z, but now you're an undo. You thought you were a zig-a-zig-ah? <laughs> <laughs> and I now think, you're a, the undo control, the quick yes, keyboard and, key. And I do think the command key is so, it's a glamour. Do you know what I mean? Like it it rolls with the royalty. Yeah, sure. And let's be clear, the royalty is the power button. On your laptop, absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. The command key is the second in command because it is the command key. Yeah, and the escape key is married to the power button. Yes, obviously they're married, but clearly they're separated right yeah, now. Right, exactly. Josh, Josh use your freaking logic, okay? Yeah. yeah, obviously the power button and the escape key are a married couple. There's space in between them right now because their kids are 18. They're out of the house and they have to redefine their relationship. Yeah, and when you have what a man or that like big... Now? Like, would we have the impropriety of sleeping in the same bed in this right. society? No. Right. No, you get to sleep in your own bed. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Now, for some reason, the pound key is baby spice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Paula, this is actually very, very smart. Yes, it is Thank a lady you. in waiting. Mm-hmm. It's also because the hashtag and pound has become a an important part of grammatical use only in the past however many years with the internet, with hashtags and things like that. It's new. It's Mm -hmm. trying, it's still figuring out the right way to use it. It's like from a rival kingdom. Yeah. (laughs) She came when the princess was sent over from Prussia. Uh When the princess was sent over from Prussia with her ladies in waiting at her court, Obviously, Baby Spice, the hashtag, came along with it. You're exactly yes, right. Yes, yeah, exactly. And they're like, do we want to include this? How do we want to include this in our society? Yes. Because this seems interesting and useful, but also kind of scary. But not Scary Spice. Right, right, right. Not Scary Spice. A little different, yeah. Yeah. A little overtly sexual, I would say. <laughs> um, what, Which Spice Girl is left? Sporty. Sporty Spice? Sporty Spice, yeah. I see that you've already claimed sideways bra- sideways carrots because I would have said that those were maybe... Um, no, those are both ginger. Yeah, interesting. Sporty Spice. I think Sporty Spice might be the letter O. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's sporty. There's an O in it. Mm. And it's like, it's like leaning... I'm bullshitting. Fancy? I think it's tab. It's tab or shift. Mm. Here's my thing. It's all those additional. It's tab, shift, return. All of those knights of the round table. What do they do? Joust. What is that? A sport. Yes, yes, yes. And she was the one that sang. She's the one with the voice. So when Mm. you hear someone in the the Spice Girl song, this might may or may not be true. I don't know. I think it's true. When you heard someone in the Spice Girl song be like, ah, that is sporty. Yeah, I think that the, um, yeah, the, 
the sporty keyboards of the pieces of the keyboard are tab, caps lock, shift, control, option, yeah. um, return, delete. She's all of those? Those are the knights of the round table. Well, you better be thankful there's not a six spice girl, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm using up the rest of the, the keyboard. Use them all up. But if there was a six spice girl, she would be an emoji. Yeah, she would be. Because she'd be new. Yeah, or she'd be the function keys. Mm. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we solved that because the people we were getting, Josh, the number of emails that we would receive asking us to please go through the keyboard and decide what class of the of the medieval times, but also what Spice Girl and which class those Spice Girls would be in. The amount of times we've gotten emails requesting that is obscene. I, I went to our P.O. box and it's just filled with letters like like someone did a campaign. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of them, a lot of them were definitely children's handwriting too, which is like, I didn't even know they were listening. I probably wouldn't listen if I was a kid. I think that's going to do it for us. That's probably going to do it for us. (laughs) Thank you as always for listening for another week. As a reminder, you can get our hit conversation card game. No wrong answers. A couple different places. No wrong answers. Hit conversation card game. Yeah. No wrong answers. Game.com. You can also get it if you're here in Chicago in a couple different locations. You can get it at Four Sided, our friends over there. Um, check them out. You can get it at the Wonder Museum gift shop. You should go to the Wonder Museum. It's very beautiful art installations, lots of great pictures to take. And you can get it at a couple bookstores now uh, at City ah! Lit, um, which is reopening in Logan Square. So once they reopen, you can get it there. Um, and you can get it in Lincoln Square at the bookseller, which we are very excited about all of these different places where you can get it. So go get your copy of no wrong answers. It is great as you're starting to come back into the world and need something to talk about. If you're going on dates and you want to have a fun prompt, if you're having a barbecue and you just want to see what your uncle thinks about, uh, which cereal mascot is the best kisser, um, make him feel uncomfortable or learn something really interesting about your uncle. Yes. And uh, I also want to say I did have like a weird moment uh, the other day where I was hanging out with a couple people because now we can do that. And uh, and it's like it's hard to think of stuff to talk about because like the main thing I'm thinking about is like this is weird, right? <laughs> this is weird that we're here. Hey, I went into the office last week. Isn't that weird? Uh, and I thought if only there was like a way to think of stuff other things to talk about and then i realized that we created a card game yeah that you've already that thought was, about this and... wait wait wait. we did this <laughs> um we also want to give a shout out to our great friends uh kite string cantina it is in the roscoe village neighborhood of chicago right on addison google it kite string cantina uh we love it it is such it is a bar uh they serve some great great cocktails they serve great food um they also uh have this thing called kite string food club that josh and i are both members of and both big old fans of um every week you get uh the chance to order a box uh and it's filled with there's a main dish there's sides there's salsa there's little treats there's a ton of produce it's an amazing deal it's some amazing food um what i really love about kite string uh food club too Cause it's not like some CSAs where it's like you get it and then you have to have it every single week and like figure it out. Um, you just order per week. So, uh, check out Kite String Cantina, get on their email list every week. They'll email you what the main dish is that week. And you can be like, that sounds really good to me. Or you can be like, I'm out of town, but the next one is for me. So recommend it. And this week's is something amazing. It is. Okay. Listen to this. It is grass fed beef short ribs. Uh, always a vegetarian option. This week it's tofu slabs. Always it's all gluten-free. 
You're also getting uh, Korean style marinade, carrot pickles, pimento goat cheese dip and chips, bushels and peck uh, fermented kimchi with apple and habanero, lettuce heads, tomatoes, and other assorted goodies. Isn't that so much food? I ordered, I hit order so fast. If you have an earnest moment that happened to you in the week, um, if you want to say hi, if you want to just uh, chat with us, you can do that on social at beingearnestpod or beingearnestpod at gmail.com. Thank you, as always, to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. You can follow her on Instagram at at rbcruiser. And thank you, as always, to our buddy Dylan Dutch for our theme song. Uh, You can check out his music project, Death Love. Wherever you listen to music, we're big old fans over here. And until next week, just remember, Paula's teeth originally were really, really pointy, and then they got filed down. Small and sharp. Thanks, everybody. Why not be earnest?